Are you ready for something more, better, or different? Have you been looking for more success in your life? Here is your opportunity. Dr. Young's show, Transformation for Success, will help you discover a future for change with possibility thinking, new vision, and creative solutions to impact a more fulfilling lifestyle. Dr. Barbara is an accomplished leader and change guru who is passionate about helping others to gain the triumphs and successes that lie ahead. She brings you up close and personal with interviews from successful experts, corporate leaders, sports figures, entertainment personalities, coaches, thought leaders, and authors who dared to dream, take risks, and gain success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello, hello, and welcome. It's Transformational Tuesday, and this is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. I'm going to give a big shout-out to all my international, national, and local listeners. We have an amazing show for you today with America's startup expert, Mr. Alec Stern. Alec is known as a mentor, investor, and hypergrowth agent for companies across various industries. So you want to stay tuned to hear his extraordinary journey of how he and a few of his friends started a business in an attic. Well, we're going to hear that story today. Moreover, Alec has been the founder or on the founding team of several other successful startups. He's an innovator with extensive experience and expertise in growing and scaling companies, as well as operational growth, to go to market strategy, strategic partnerships, and more. And the reason why I emphasize this is because I want you to call your entrepreneur friends in business, those who want to grow, those who wish to start a business, because this is a must-listen-to show today. We're broadcasting live, and you can listen to us on the Empowerment Business and Influencers channels. We're also syndicated on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify on your smart and on your home smart devices. Think of all of that. And should you wish to call in today to ask questions of Mr. Stern, you can call 1-888-346-9141. He will answer any questions that you may have. And if you wish to Skype, you can Skype at Dr. Period. Barbara Young. Now, it is my delight to welcome my guest today, Mr. Alec Stern. Alec, welcome to Transformation for Success. I'm so happy to have you on the show. Wow. Oh, Dr. Barbara, thank you so much for having me. Uh, This is a repeat performance. Um, I'm really excited to spend more time with you. Well, let's repeat because people wanted to hear more and I wanted to get, you know, the skinny. I wanted to, get, <laughs> I wanted to share more about you to my listeners because you have quite a transformative story and journey. So I wanted to, you know, know and dig in. What was your life like before becoming what is called America's startup expert? So you said you were born in Boston. Am yes, I correct? Uh, so that's... That's correct. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, uh, going way back to the beginning of my journey when I was born, um, my uh, my dad was from New York. My mom was from Boston. They were living in Connecticut at the time. And uh, when my mom um, had both my sister and I 17 months apart, her doctor and family and network were up in Boston. Uh, so she traveled up to, to Boston uh, where, where I, uh, we were both separately. We were both born. And so I lived in Boston for about five days, had my birth certificate from Boston, but grew up, uh, then traveled back and grew up in Connecticut. Yeah. 
very fascinating, you know, to think when you try to tell people that story, <laughs> dad from New York, Boston, Connecticut, Boston, five days, your birth certificate, and now going up in Connecticut. Quite a story. See, Alec, I knew I had to get a little bit of information out of you. What What is your <laughs> life like growing up? Because one of the things I know, did you start drumming? Because I know that you're an outstanding drummer, and you played with some pretty outstanding bands. So I want to know, did you start drumming as a young boy? Yeah, so so uh, my my uh, <laughs> percussion uh, hi- percussion history started when I was about eight years old. Uh, I started beating on the the uh, garbage can lids, uh, denting those, and then I moved. Uh, got yelled at for that, but then I moved to pots and pans in the kitchen. And every time I'd start, my dad would leave the home. He just uh, didn't want to have it. And uh, my parents were at a flea market, uh, which we used to go to almost every weekend. We would go to flea markets and. I just would just get um, just caught up in learning so much history from all the products and things that different uh, different uh, people were selling. But but they uh, it was my birthday was coming up and my my parents found uh, you know an antique Ludwig drum set uh, which they oh, um, nice. they fought over. I, I saw them fighting and they and I didn't know what they were fighting over. But my mom wanted to get the set. And my dad didn't want to have it. He didn't want the noise in the house. But she my mom won as she uh, usually did and. And so, so I got the drum set, and um, so started at age eight. You know, I, I progressed on to the drums, learned how to play by ear, and then, of course, went on to be able to read music, took lessons, and and uh, was able to uh, start my, uh, my my favorite hobby, which still exists today. I know. I caught you drumming, and I was like, oh, my God, this was so fascinating. I said, this is the other part of Alec that people need to see, this great drummer. And you played with some pretty outstanding bands as well. Um, It was interesting. I I had a a sort of a backflash. My son wanted to play drums, and I did the same thing. I said, no, not in this house. I cannot handle it, you know, because he wanted to drum. But I said, pick up a flute, anything else, any other instrument but the drums. So (laughs) I'm glad your mother defended you and pursued it because you really are very good, Alec, at that. Um, Thank you. What were were some of the triggers um, that really sparked your interest in building business? Because when you think of a person that's uh, a drummer, you think maybe you would have gone the pathway of music and trying to break into that industry. But here you are uh, building businesses and then becoming so great that you're even the expert with helping people to start up companies. How did that happen? Yeah, and so so I mean the journey really began. Uh, uh, I guess the entrepreneurial spirit aspect of that was you know mm-hmm. when I was young. Um, yeah, we were provided for, but but if there's something special I wanted, you know, it was usually met with we don't have the money for it. So so I just started to to find ways to to make money as as uh, starting you know nine eight nine years old uh, into my you know teenage years, you know cutting lawns, shoveling snow, you know the East Coast snow and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and detailing cars and just being a handyman to just, you know, help all the, the neighboring, um, uh, folks. And, and then I, you know, I started of built that up a bit and I had some other younger kids, you know, assist me and I'd pay them. And so I just started making some of my own money to, to, you know, get things, you know, that I wanted that, that were either a no, you can't have it, or we can't, you know, we, we're just not going to fund it. So, so, so I learned that early on and, and some of the entrepreneurial spirit got a, you know, a little bit of the value of the dollar. And, um, and my mom was a small business uh, owner. My dad was uh, more of a, uh, he was an engineer and uh, he was on the creative side of things. But I learned, I learned a lot from my mom, you know, helping her with her business, you know, in the earlier days. And, 
Uh, I didn't start out in business, um, you know, uh, on my own. I, I joined a big company, which sort of was influenced by, you know, just my dad saying, you know, you should get, go get a job, you know, get a good job, you know, go work for a big company. And it, back the mentality back, you know, back then from that generation was, you know, you work somewhere for life. Um, so I, I did right. that initially and then mm-hmm. transitioned from that to, uh, to my first startup where, you know, I, I was like employee 20 or something. Um, and I got a taste, taste of it and then kept going earlier and earlier to, uh, to finally, uh, you know, just starting, uh, starting with the vision of an idea and nothing else. Um, so, so, so it evolved over time and with many companies that I, I helped be on the founding team of or a co-founder. How did you end up with the group in, um, in an attic? Uh, you know, it's cold in the winter, hot in the summer. And here you are uh, not knowing, I mean, really at the time that you would become one of the co-founders of Constant Contact. How did that happen? I mean, you end up in, yeah, you're so- in an attic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I often say, you know, we are we're on the East Coast, so we didn't have a garage, so we had an attic. If we're on the West Coast, we would have found it in the garage, like many of the other successful uh, businesses. But but uh, my you know my co co founder had a an attic that you know was um, we just you know got to clean it up a bit, you know, just you know, and it was comfortable enough for for us to you know the three of us, and then eventually some interns and you know one or two other people that were sort of helping us out, um, you know, initially. Um, but but the the joining of the three of us were was around um, uh, uh, a, a mutual friend of myself and and my co-founder Randy. Uh, he's he was the original uh, founder with the technology and 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 our mutual friend you know uh, wanted to introduce us. You know he had a technology. I was really good on the go to market and business development and taking things out out to market. And so we we met and just really connected. Um, the third person in the mix. Um, uh, software uh, architect Margaret. Um, you know, we all connected on. You know, with, we had different skills we were bringing to the table. That we meshed well, um, and we all had a vision to help small businesses. And so, you know, it just made sense to, to team up and take this technology and and morph that into a solution for to help small businesses. And 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 what we set out to do, the original vision and mission of uh, was what we did and succeeded with. And of course, you know, with the help of 1,500 amazing people and amazing management team and, uh, and, and partners and investors, you know, our customers, everyone to, to, to have that succeed. But it, but it was originally just, you know, um, best, best place for us to, to, to be able to work around the clock, if you will, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and take that vision and make it a reality. You know, it's really interesting. Uh, the things that you said, you know, each one of you brought something to the table. Um, that was a value, and you were able to mesh it together and make it work. What do you think um, out of that that you took from that that you're now translating that into other businesses? Was some of that that you bring now to small businesses what you learned from that? But I also want to know what were some of the things that you would say were the downside of it? Because I know no matter how many you know friends we may have, or there's always you know, some challenges and how you overcome them. So I'm just asking, what did you learn on the positive side, Alec, from that experience with all of these group, this group of people helping small businesses and you had a vision? How did you keep it together? And then what were some of the things that you had to work through? Sure. No, the, the two opposite sides of the, of the, of the, that question, which are great. Um, first, I'd say um, related to what I just said that, one of the most important things when you're starting something is stay in your lane. 
And uh-huh. so, so I knew the lane I should be in and everyone else knew the lane they should be in. And we stayed there. Um, you know, when you start something, you always feel like I got to wear all the hats and I got to, I got to learn this new thing and I've got to implement this new thing. And, and, and so I always, I always question somebody who, who comes at it from that kind of the general store owner mentality where, well, I, you know, I got to do it all. And, and I would challenge someone and say, well, what are you really good at? You know? And so I knew I was really good at go to market and, you know, and, and some other things to, to bring companies, you know, the idea to fruition. Now to go and learn some other things that I wasn't going to go learn technology or worry about you know, financing and, 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 you know, just, you know, op- operations. Sure. You know, could I have stepped in and try to help and learn some of that? But my time was more valuable focusing on staying in my lane and doing what I'm good at mm-hmm. because I can get more, more production in, in, out of myself. Uh, if I'm focusing on the things that I'm skilled and do well, and then and then find a way for someone else who's skilled and, and do those other things to to step in. So that could be an intern. It could be a part time, uh, you know, a, a hire. It could be a full time hire. It could be, you know, somebody who's volunteering, you know, their time because they want to just, you know, learn another industry. Which we had some folks that were willing to do that. And so just find someone who there's no there's not the learning curve required because you know. You know, to succeed, you you know, you've got to have the experience, what's worked and what hasn't worked, and and now you know kind of what to do. You, when you're when you're learning something new, you you've got to fumble your way through that, and you might have some fail fail time, and it's all learnings. But do you have time to do that? And I and I would always just argue, no. Find someone who's good at whatever that that is that you need help with, and bring them into okay. the fold because the cost to do that is a lot less on you and the business than, uh, than, you know, and let you focus on what you're good at staying in your lane. So that's, that's, that would be the first thing I would say is based on what we just chatted about. That's really, really important. Um, as far as from the positive, the positive of three of us in an attic with an idea, you know, I challenge anyone, you know, get out of, and I'll put this in quotes, stealth mode or, or keeping close to the vest or afraid someone's going to copy your idea. You don't have to give away the secret sauce. But as early as possible, before even something's, you know, potentially even being built as a product or a service or final solution you might be coming out with, go to your target market, right? Find out the product market fit. Find out, find out from them, you know, uh, are you onto something? If you ask them what are their goals and objectives, what's their three-year vision, what do they have that they want more of, what don't they have they wish they had, and you learn from them and then you play back what you're offering and say, well, if we could do the following, you know, are you saving them money, saving them time, increasing revenue, helping with customer engagement? Like there's some area that you're probably helping them. And if you say, if we can Im- improve or increase that for you, would that be of interest? You know, and they'll get wide eyed and say, sure. And then say, well, you know, um, can I tell you what we're working on and get your feedback? So there's an opportunity at the very, very earliest stages to go get that feedback. And I think one of the big mistakes that people make is that, well, we're not ready yet. It, we need to work on it a bit more. It's got to be prettied up a little bit or change the messaging. Or our website has to be reworked before we're going to go tell people, like, stop all that. Because the, just get out there. Because they're going to give you, you know, some of the indicators of if you're onto something and then also give you feedback and, and help set the direction to truly what does that target market, you know, uh, that you're going mm-hmm. to serve need. What do they want? So that would be on the positive side, just to, you know, just get out there and get that feedback. And of course, there may be some feedback you get that's not so good, but feedback's a gift. So take it, you know, with a grain of salt, you know, accept all feedback, 
and then and then adjust accordingly as you see fit, not not necessarily from just what they've said. Um, and then to your flip of the flip of the question to the other side, mm-hmm. uh, when you think about um, obstacles, I think one of the most important thing is that that guarantee you. Uh, this is in life in general, but 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 you know when you're starting a business and and you're starting to grow a business, you will be faced with obstacles on a regular basis. I think one of the biggest things, um, and where, where businesses are, will fail or or they want to give up, they want to take their bat and ball and go home, is when they get to an obstacle and it weighs on them and it weighs on them and they're just like I can't see past this thing, I'm out. And so so you know you've got to figure out the the methods. To, to solve and, and solve those obstacles. And so I'm going to stop you right there. Yep. Alec, I'm going Go to stop you right yep. there. Figuring out a method how to solve those obstacles. We've got to go on break. I'm way over time. Listeners, we're going to be right back. We're taking a quick commercial break, and I'll be back with Alex Stern, who's going to share how to get through some of those obstacles. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking to watch some great video content with entertaining stories and exciting dialogue with some of the world's leading guests? Well, tune in. Transformation Success TV Network each week. This network is designed to give you high-definition quality programming on eight different channels for your enjoyment that will help you get excited and inspired, whether it's on the professional development, relationship inspiration, health and financial wellness, sports and entertainment, and music to inspire. This state-of-the-art programming will motivate and educate you to be better. So whether you want to talk financial wellness or sports, all you have to do is tune in and go to drbarbaryoung.com and click on the green Watch the Videos button and get ready to be transformed. Again, go to drbarbaryoung.com and click on the green Watch Videos button and it will take you to the channel for your listening and viewing pleasure. If you would like to host your own show, please send your requests to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to my interview today with Mr. Alex Stern, who, I tell you, is phenomenal and inspiring today. This man has had more than 25 years of experience as a founder, mentor, investor, and hypergrowth agent. So I'm getting as much as I can out of him for you listeners today to grow and learn. As before we went on break, uh, I had to interrupt Ali. He was talking about some of the obstacles and how to overcome the obstacles. Um, and so, Alec, I'm hoping you can piggyback and pick up on some of the obstacles we were talking about in staying in your lane, being positive, uh, targeting the market, making sure that you are actually targeting the market. Mark, and I want to get back to that just for a few minutes. When you said target the market today, how do we do that today in light of 
challenging times that we're going through. What do you suggest? Live or yeah, so, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's going out. So so going out as early as possible and talking to your target market, right? So you want to go and speak to them about your offering. And so so today, um, you know, either you're going to know someone directly who's who's your target market, or through your network, one or two degrees of separation will get you to folks that are in your target market. And then you can set up a Zoom call or a phone call and do something interactive with them and speak to them um, to uh, to really uh, do, you know just just get there you know be able to hear what their goals and objectives are and give them you know a, a taste of what it is you're working on and get their feedback. So take full advantage of this opportunity when you know where it's presented itself to where you know people probably have a little bit more time. You know most people today are not in, uh, caught up in the day-to-day on that hamster wheel of their business like they, they were, you know, six months ago. And so there's usually uh, uh, the ability to maybe have a little bit more time or have the clear head to listen and, and maybe want to provide that feedback. And if you have a tie-in directly or through people you know, um, the, the further away from the pe- knowing them directly is better. So don't necessarily go to family and friends. Don't go to people you've done business with before. You can a little bit. But you want to get to people you don't know to get brutal honest feedback. And that can be done, you know, uh, uh, live, live, not necessarily in person, but live virtually uh, today. I think that's great. And some of the obstacles that you were um, advancing before, I had to interrupt you. I'm sorry about that. Um, no worries. Some of the obstacles. Mm-hmm. No, I said, I said no worries. It's, yeah, no, I understand. Uh, the... Um, I was, I was talking about, you know, we're, we're all faced with obstacles, you know, in life, but mm-hmm. specifically in business, especially starting a business. And a lot of times it's a stuck point for people. You know, if you were like me when I, before I really figured out how to, how to, how to handle obstacles, I would walk into the office and put at the top of a piece of paper, write the obstacle down, put a little, you know, empty box to the left of it and hope by the end of the day I checked it. And usually you don't. Um, and they go the next day, it's still sitting there, or you create a new list and you put it down again, and we sort of avoid them. And, and the bottom line is we have to figure out how to knock down those obstacles as early and, and as fast as possible. And so understand that you're not the first person that had that obstacle, whatever it is. Someone else has experienced it. Someone has failed at trying to knock it down. Someone has succeeded at knocking it down. Some people have figured out how to break it up into smaller pieces and, and chunk it up and break you know, knock down pieces of it to eventually knocking down the whole thing because you'll develop a muscle memory for how to, how to knock down those obstacles. Cause I guarantee you behind it sits a bigger one and you're going to figure out how to knock that one down and get that rhythm going. And behind that's a bigger one. And so this is just how business evolves. There are going to be these challenges and obstacles that you'll face and, and you've got to get that rhythm and create the muscle memory to knock those down so that you can uh, not plateau or be stuck or potentially, you know, have that be that point where you're going to take your bat and ball and go home, uh, where a lot of businesses fold simply because they've, they've run into something that it becomes insurmountable and they, and, and yet it, it is, it, it, it's been, it's been uh, a challenge for others prior and, and you can solve it too. Well, Alec, I really appreciate your, your sharing that and how I was thinking of a fence or a wall and knocking it down piece by piece. And so I was visualizing that. Uh, and that's how I see obstacles. They, they can be knocked down. One of the, the intriguing questions I had 
Um, was in your experiences, Alec, have you had mentors that have helped you to be where you are today? And what was some of the best advice you think you've ever received? Yeah, I, I love the question around mentors because I spent a fair, about, a fair amount of my time now uh, sort of stepping in. Um, I, I'm a uh, um, firm believer that you've got to surround yourself with a team, and that team goes beyond you know an internal team. Uh, the mentor team is critical, and so having mentors in some of the key areas that you that you feel you'll need some extra guidance in, that they're they're they're, they're expert in it, have have been in that field or area of focus, you know, their their careers can lend lend some great you know um, sage advice and, and and give you feedback, and you know feedback again is a gift, and you know uh, taking what what mentors say, you have to uh, you can't take it all you know for the gospel and 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 accept it. You know, you've got to decide if it's something you want to, to do in the business. And if it's a really good mentor or group of mentors, they're not going to just always give you the answer. Do this versus that. You know, they're going to challenge you to say, have you looked at these three ways to do it? And, and which one did you come up with and why? So, so it's really important that, that I, then that's how I operate as a mentor. I don't always just say, well, you know, here's, here's the answer to, to every question because I think it's important that, that people come to a conclusion as to why they're going to do something. And it may or may not be something I agree with, but then we'll, I'll challenge them to want to talk through it. And again, there could mm-hmm. be agree to disagree, or, or I'd see a new way of, of thinking about something as well as a mentor. So, so I think it's really important to have that team of mentors that you can, that, that, that's going to help you grow and expand. And from the earliest days in some of the businesses I've started, I literally thought who would be an amazing person to bring into the fold who will lend some credibility, who can lend some sage advice, who can guide us, you know, in, in a great way, could have connections to some of the other people we may need to get to. And, and I sought those people out and said, you, you know, can I buy a cup of coffee, tell you something, talk, talk about what you're up to and then tell you what I'm, what I'm doing. And, and some of the people I didn't know, didn't know at all, you know, but I just knew mm-hmm. they would be an incredible mentor to have in the mix. And we were able to land some some great ones along the way with different companies um, that that were were able to um, short shorten some of the the learnings that like we would have to go through or and or help us in some of the decision making and and the path we're taking. Well, I love what you're saying. Um, and one of the things I was writing and thinking out, what, seeking out mentors is a great a great idea. And what I'm finding now. Um, our mentors, are they translating into what we call masterminds today? That's your, yeah, that's uh, in your viewpoint, because there are a lot of masterminds that are growing prolifically where people are asked to join this mastermind, I guess, where they're looking for mentors, they're looking for help, they're looking for advice. What's your take on this? Yeah, so so my personal opinion is there's a big difference between a mentor and a mastermind. Um, okay, thank masterminds you. Masterminds are masterminds are, uh, and by the way, not all masterminds are great masterminds. You know, I'll yes. give you my so my take on that. But 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 the masterminds are really um, where you know it's a peer group gathering, and you have an opportunity to sort of be put in that hot seat to to share your idea, get get get. Um, you know, qualifying questions asked, and then be able to um, hear some potential solutions to go off and test. So, 
so it, you're, it's it's peer driven, and occasionally the, it's run by someone who might you know might be a leader in, in an area, not necessarily all areas that uh-huh. might be able to assist you. And and so so I think that's a lot different than having someone who's an expert in an area who's just going to be one on one working with you, right? So so I think it's a little bit of a different approach. Ma- uh, uh, love masterminds are a great concept, and 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 I think there's a lot of value there. But people always ask me, hey, should I join so-and-so's mastermind? Do you think that'd be a good one? And so, so I always ask them first, you know, whoever's running the mastermind, usually one, two or three people, some are more on, on the ex- execution of the mastermind as opposed to the, you know, the thought leadership mm-hmm. um, you know, needed. <laughs> and so, so understand who the people that are hosting it. Go back and look at their credentials. Do they have skill and expertise in, in, in the areas that you're looking to, to need assistance in? They may or may not but they may be able to help you in, in some other ways you maybe hadn't thought of. And then go look at the peer group. Are you the smartest one, the, the most advanced one, the, the one, the, you know, the, the, the kind of potentially the leader of that peer group? Or, you know, are, you, are there others you're going to learn from? So it's truly a peer-to-peer group. And so, so you know, those are just a couple of quick things, but, but just, you know, do your homework. And then if you find that the, the leaders will, will be able to pro- provide you a lot of value, and, and the peer group, you're going to learn, you're all going to learn together, raise the water level of all of you in that mastermind, you know, um, as you work together over time, mm-hmm. then, then go for it. So, so it's not a function of, yeah, that, this is a good one and that's not. It's really what, what do you need? What are you looking for? And, and go, go qualify if, if you're going to find it there. Because I have talked to some, you know, who have said, yeah, it just wasn't, it didn't work out. And don't paint a brush of every mastermind is either real is good or 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 bad, right? You, you, you know, they're all going to be different. And I've had some people well, have said just, that they 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 did one and got nothing out of it. And so that's really a function of you doing your homework of picking the right one. I wanted to get that out in the out there for people to understand the distinction between mentoring and a mastermind. And so I want to thank you for making the distinctions. Not that there's anything wrong with either one. It's a preference, and it's doing your homework to find out if that is a fit for you. But uh, thank you for, for that, Alec. I really appreciate your input on that. What, what has, you know, one of the things that I'm intrigued about, we're in these challenging times, I mean, that we've never ever experienced in history before. How difficult has it been for you to share your message? I hate to put it in that terms, but what have been some of the challenges in sharing your message about what entrepreneurs need to do today to prepare for an unknown future. Yeah, so so uh, I've spent so my message, you know, is is one to to help uh, someone with an idea that's trying to bring an idea forward, someone who has a startup and wants to scale it, or mm-hmm. or a small business, and you know, this is sort of a variety, I guess, audiences that I'll serve, and so so. I mean, I think, you know, today more than ever, I, I'm able to deliver my message more frequently and, and a variety of different ways. And, and, and um, you know, just, just, you know, around the world and back where, where when I used to travel, you know, was traveling every week or every other week, going to conferences, when I'd lock myself, uh, you know, in to do a conference for two, three, four days, that's all I was doing. You know, can't really squeeze anything else in. And where here, you know, I mean, at the peak, I was doing 10, 15, 20 Summit, summits, uh, interviews, podcasts, radio shows, et cetera, a week. So, so I think, you know, uh, easy to deliver the message. 
Uh, it's, you know, and, and easy to get to, to sort of the target audience to help raise the water level for all of them. Um, so, th- so that I think has been easy. Um, I think also people, there's a pr- propensity for people to have a bit more time now. Um, you know, when you're, you know, if someone's committed to going to a conference, you know, you know I oftentimes will see people who are not, they committed to go, but they're not committed to participate and be all in. You know, they're walking out and making phone calls. They, they have to miss a half a day because they're going to, some, uh, something else they need to do. Like, you know, you truly need to commit yourself. I think it's easier today because we're not in that day-to-day hamster wheel of the business as much. In some cases, you know, you know, we've, some people have had to stall, stall that. So this is your opportunity to work on the business, not in the business. So you're not doing the day-to-day, but you can step back and look at the strategy. And I think one of the things i found talking to hundreds and hundreds of uh, startups and small businesses over the last several months, you know, I'd ask them point blank. And this was sometimes getting to this answer was not easy. Are you on the path to, to, to get to the goal or objective, the vision that you've set for three, five years from now? Are you on the path and are you headed that way from what you're doing today? And half of the people said no. So, so we're caught up in the day to day. We're doing a lot of things, but yet it's not on the path to exactly what we set our kind of goal and, and, and sort of objectives, you know, for. And so I think that's very telling. And that's, again, the opportunity to work on the business, the strategy, and see what adjustments should we be making so, so you know, we can, we, can, uh, we can get to that goal, the goals and objectives we set for, for three to five years from now. So a lot of people are on the path because they really haven't set the goals for three to five years. So... If you had to give us some steps and strategies, I'm a startup business. Uh, I have a great idea, and I, I have a goal. But I hadn't thought about it from three to five years now. I'm, I'm saying this uh, hypothetically. I'm really giving sort of a posing a question for you. I'm this entrepreneur, but I haven't really set my goal for three to five years. So are you suggesting, Mr. Stern, that I set my goals for at least three to five years. Well, so I, I uh, uh, so I'll, I'll I'll challenge the question in that, you know, if you're starting a business, what is your vision for the business? Where do you okay. see it going? Mm-hmm. What what's mm-hmm. the outcome? What you know, if you 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 set an intention that that I want to in three to five years, I want this business to be this size, this many customers, this many employees, this much revenue. Like someone someone sitting here should at least be thinking about starting this today, where do I want it to go? So it doesn't have to be as formal as sitting down and let's really get down to the granular of the exact objectives and so on. But at a minimum, I'd ask somebody, what, what do you see? Is it an exit? Is it, is it, are you trying to build a fa- like a business to provide for your family and, and have that extra income needed to do the things that you want? Or like, what, what are you, what are you doing this for? Or you want to save the world in that this, this thing you're bringing out, this product or service, will stop and eradicate something that, that exists today. Um, so, so there's got to be something that's driving someone. It's a pa- you're passionate about something. And so what is it, what is it in that and, and where do you see it going? So, so, so someone should be looking out and saying what they think this could be or what they want it to be in the future. And then you step back and say, okay, now we're here today. Let's talk about the present. What are we doing today to get you there? And what are the All things right. we're working on? Yeah. 
Alec, I'm going to stop you right there because I think that's so great. Uh, and I stopped with the word I put passionate. What are you passionate about and where do you want it to go? So listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be back with the famous Alex Stern, who's this America's startup expert. Stay tuned. We've got more coming from him. So thank you for listening. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Have there been experiences in your life that you could only explain that there was a divine connection or intervention? Well, the new show, God's Hookups, with your host, Dr. Barbara Young, airing live on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. This show features each week up close and personal interviews with men and women from all walks of life who will share with you their stories and testimonies about unexplainable miracles, blessings, and encounters that can only be of a God's hookup. So look out every Friday for three powerful shows that will ignite your faith and stir up your hope at 1130, 1.30, and 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you would like to be a guest to share your amazing story of a God hookup, please contact Dr. Barbara Young at drb at godshookups.com for more information. And to watch on YouTube, just go to God's Hookups and click to subscribe. We're on Alexa Smart Speakers and Connected Devices. Hey Alexa, play Being Here Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Try it now. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to my interview this afternoon with startup expert Mr. Alex Stern. I'm so excited he's here. When we uh, went on break for a quick bit, we talked about uh, setting your vision for at least three to five years. And one of the things I asked was, what do people want nowadays? And how do you get entrepreneurs to prepare for an unknown future? One of the things he talked about was setting a vision. Three to five years, what are the outcomes? Where do I want it to go? What do you, why are you doing this? Are you, what are you passionate about? Alec, and I sort of stopped at that particular point. Do you want to add to that? Yeah, so, so you know, starting a business, you know, uh, uh, you know takes an idea, right? And so I'll often right. ask folks, you know, you know, I'll ask people, um, uh, you know, do you think you're an innovator? You know, I'll show hands in a, in a conference. How many of you think you're an innovator? And, and 10, 15% of the hands go up. I'm like, how many of you have an idea on any day, week, or month that, that you experienced a, a service that you felt could have been executed better? Or you used a product and imagine if it had the following features or, or did it this way instead. How many of you have those experiences and every hand goes up? And so, so we're not far away from you know, the potential of, of taking an idea 
uh, and, and doing something with it. And so if you have an idea and you do something with it, you're an innovator, right? If you don't do anything, you're not. Mm-hmm. So, so now mm-hmm. we establish, okay, everyone has these ideas. And so now share it with, share it with some others. You know, you might find some other people who are also interested in, and possibly passionate in, in, in bringing that idea to market or delivering that service better or whatever it may be. Um, and so you need passion for yourself and you need passion mm-hmm. in those that are going to help you with it because it's not easy. And, and there's a lot of points in time where you're going to say, I, I want to just give up. Like, but if you're passionate, oh. you'll, 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 you'll yes. stay in the game and you want to still work on that idea. So I think it's just really important to, to have the passion, that drive, um, but you don't want to be too overboard with it to, to a point where you're not going to accept feedback. You're not going to hear from others. You, won't, you feel you don't need to go ask your target market because you know what they need. That's taking it to the extreme, which is also a potential point of failure, uh, points of failure. So, so passionate, being passionate about something and, and uh, will just help in, in driving you forward and won't let some of the obstacles or the other things, uh, you know, bring you down or, or slow you down. Like it'll just keep, keep you, uh, keep you going. Well, I really want to thank you for that. You have really given some good um, information today. And the question that I'm posing to my listeners out there, are you on the path to get to the goals that you want three to five years? Do you have those goals? Do you have a vision? What is the outcome? Where do you want it to go? What are you going to do this for? Why are you doing it? Are you passionate about it? Love it. If you have an idea, Alex says you're an innovator and you want to share with others, but you want people to have passion as you do because you need passion with other people as well, that they're passionate about what you're doing. So don't go overboard, he said. Don't be extreme. But remember, we're in this together. I can't thank you enough, Alex, for your your good ideas. And I know my listeners have benefited from learning the magnitude of strategies one can use when you have a new idea. This is really for business entrepreneurs, startups, and you have some ideas and you want to go somewhere. Although none of us have a crystal ball, but putting in place some of the strategies that you that Alec has shared today, I know have been helpful. So Alex, thank you again for being my guest today. I want you to share before we close the show, something that I find really Really quite interesting. I always ask my guests, if you had an option to place a billboard in a certain space, what would it say and where would you place it? I <laughs> uh, love that. Um, wow. Well, I wouldn't want to place it in front of my windows. So at night, it would be the lights would be shining in. So I'd have to find another place for it. So I'd, I'd say... Um, somewhere where, where all startups and entrepreneurs can see it. And what I put on that billboard, um, I have, well, two of my own mantras, I guess, so that I live by, my mottos, my mantras. One is a no means not now. And so when we're in business, we get a lot of no's, especially when you're starting out. You know, no, no to the idea, no to getting funding, no to this, no to that. And I treat all no's as not now. And so it's really, really important to think of a no as a not now, because it might not have, it might've been a time thing, or they just weren't ready to receive what you were saying. You might have to adjust what you said so that it's received better, you know, and you, you cultivate that relationship. You come back around, you, you ask them, why, why did you, 
why did you say no? You know, I'd love to just learn from, from the experience. And I've cultivated those relationships and turned many no's into yeses later uh, when it was, when it was uh, either delivered better, received better, or timed better. So it's just really important to, to not get discouraged with no's. About a dollar for every no that I've gotten in starting businesses and going out and seeking anything I needed in that business, I'd be a rich man collecting those no's. <laughs> um, but I converted many, converted many of those no's to yeses. So I'd say a no means not now would be on that billboard as my, my I first I love choice. it. I love it, Alec. No means not now. But it is certainly to keep my mindset on yes. There's a yes eventually. Alec, I want to again thank you so much because you shared a lot of vital information today. Not only that, but you shared your transformational journey, a little bit about who Alec really is. And he's a drummer starting at eight. I could just see you now. And you are fantastic. You really are a great drummer. So keep up doing your work. You have have such an extraordinary mission to help make this world a better place and for the small startup business entrepreneurs. And you are such a blessing. And you've carved out a niche for yourself. And I want to thank you for that. It's America's, I love it, uh, startup expert. So for those of you who'd like to get in touch with America's startup expert, you can go to his website. And your website, Alec, is www.alecstern. No, it's not. It's www.alecspeaks.com. www.alecspeaks.com. Yeah, A-L-E-C-S-P-E-A-K-S. Yes, alecspeaks.com. Alec. I, I learned that lesson really quick. It was not a K. Okay, it's a C, <laughs> L-E-C. So, listeners, I want to encourage you with this word today as we close the show. And I hate to say goodbye to my friend, my newfound friend, Mr. Alex Stern. <laughs> wherever you are, wherever you're going through, Change is inevitable, but transformation is a conscious choice, and it's one step at a time. So as this is a show that seeks insights into gaining more triumphs and successes that lie ahead of you, tune in next week. I have another inspiring guest for you, Miss Echo Wang from China, who dared to dream And now she's a rare find in the finance world. So I want you to tune into next week's show. Can't thank Alex Stern enough for being on the show today. Love you, Alec. I really have fallen in love with you. And I got to hear you in person drum. I got to hear you playing those drums in person. So next time you're in Vegas, let me know. (laughs) I will. I've played there a few times. Yeah, I know you have. So next time you're playing, do let us know. I'll bring a troop. We'll be safe, though. We'll be safe. We'll be the mass. We'll be distancing and safe. So, attend uh, again, my listeners, I want to thank you so much for listening to the show today. And this is Dr. Barbara Young signing off until next Tuesday. And remember, you can download this show later on any of your devices. Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and even on your home smart devices. So, thank you very much for tuning in. And this is Dr. B signing off until next week. Thank you, Alex, again, and have a great day. Have a great week. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for replays of the show weekly on the Voice America Business Channel. 
and the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until our next show, have an outstanding week.